0: So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 25. Today we are going to be looking at the theme of the fact that God is greater than we can imagine and that in the stories we'll read, the passages we'll look at, we realize how much greater God is than we often give him credit for or that we could even imagine. Today we begin again in Exodus 13. The Lord spoke to Moses, Set apart to me every firstborn male, the first offspring of every womb among the Israelites, whether human or animal, it is mine. Moses said to the people, Remember this day on which you came out from Egypt, from the place where you were enslaved. For the Lord brought you out of there with a mighty hand, and no bread made with yeast may be eaten. On this day in the month of Abib, you are going out. When the Lord brings you to the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jebusites, which he swore to your fathers to give to you, a land flowing with milk and honey, then you will keep this ceremony in this month. For seven days you must eat bread made without yeast, and on the seventh day there was to be a festival to the Lord. Bread made without yeast must be eaten for seven days. No bread made with yeast shall be seen among you, and you must have no yeast among you with any of your within any of your borders." You are to tell your son on that day. It is because of what the Lord did for me when I came out of Egypt. It will be a sign for you on your hand and a memorial on your forehead that the law of the Lord may be in your mouth, for with a mighty hand the Lord brought you out of Egypt. So you must keep his ordinance at his appointed time from year to year. When the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites as he swore to you and to your fathers and gives it to you, Then you must give over to the Lord the first offspring of every womb. Every firstling of a beast that you have, the males will be the Lord's. Every firstling of a donkey you must redeem with a lamb. And if you do not redeem it, then you must break its neck. Every firstborn of your sons you must redeem. In the future, when your son asks you, what is this? You are to tell him, with a mighty hand, the Lord brought us up from Egypt, from the land of slavery. When Pharaoh stubbornly refused to release us, the Lord killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of people to the firstborn of animals. That is why I am sacrificing to the Lord the first male offspring of every womb, but all my firstborn sons I redeem. It will be for a sign on your hand and and for frontlets on your forehead, for with a mighty hand the Lord brought us up out of Egypt." Now when Pharaoh released the people, God did not lead them by the way to the land of the Philistines, although that was nearby, for God said, lest the people should change their minds and return to Egypt when they experience war. So God brought the people around by the way of the wilderness to the Red Sea, and the Israelites went up from the land of Egypt prepared for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for Joseph had made the Israelites solemnly swear, God will surely attend to you, and you will carry my bones up from this place with you. They journeyed from Succoth and camped at Etham, on the edge of the desert. Now the Lord was going before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them in the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so that they could travel day or night. He did not remove the pillar of cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. The Lord spoke to Moses, Tell the Israelites that they must turn and camp before Pehiaroth, between Migdol and the sea, You are to camp by the sea before Baal-Sephon opposite it. Pharaoh will think regarding the Israelites. They are wandering around, confused in the land. The desert has closed in on them. I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and they will chase after them. I will gain honor because of Pharaoh and because of all his army, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So this is what they did. When it was reported to the king of Egypt that the people had fled, the heart of Pharaoh and his servants was turned against the people. And the king and his servants said, What in the world have we done? For we have released the people of Israel from serving us. Then he prepared his chariots and took his army with him. He took 600 select chariots and all the rest of the chariots of Egypt, and officers on all of them. But the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he chased after the Israelites. Now the Israelites were going out defiantly, the Egyptians chased after them, and all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army overtook them, camping by the sea beside Pe-Harioth before Baal-Sephon. When Pharaoh got closer, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them, and they were terrified. The Israelites cried out to the Lord, and they said to Moses, "'Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the desert? What in the world have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt?' Isn't this what we told you in Egypt? Leave us alone so that we can serve the Egyptians because it is better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Moses said to the people, do not fear. Stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord that he will provide for you today. For the Egyptians that you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you and you can be still. The Lord said to Moses, why do you cry out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. As for you, lift up your staff and extend your hand toward the sea and divide it, so the Israelites may go through the middle of the sea on dry ground. And as for me, I am going to harden the hearts of the Egyptians so they will come after them, that I may be honored because of Pharaoh and his army and his chariots and his horsemen. And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I have gained my honor because of Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. The angel of God, who was going before the camp of Israel, moved and went behind them, and the pillar of cloud moved from before them and stood behind them. It came between the Egyptian camp and the Israelite camp. It was a dark cloud, and it lit up the night, so that one camp did not come near the other the whole night. Moses stretched out his hand toward the sea, and the Lord drove the sea apart by a strong east wind all that night, and he made the sea divide into dry land, and the water was divided. So the Israelites went through the middle of the sea on dry ground, the water forming a wall for them on their right and on their left. The Egyptians chased them and followed them into the middle of the sea, all the horses of Pharaoh and his chariots and his horsemen. In the morning, uh, in the morning watch, the Lord looked down on the Egyptian army through the pillar of fire and cloud, and he threw the Egyptian army into panic. He jammed the wheels of their chariots so they had difficulty driving. And the Egyptians said, Let's flee from Israel, for the Lord fights for them against Egypt. The Lord said to Moses, Extend your hand toward the sea so that the waters may flow back on the Egyptians, on their chariots and on their horsemen. So Moses extended his hand toward the sea, and the sea returned to its normal state when the sun began to rise. Now the Egyptians were fleeing before it, but the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the middle of the sea, the water returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the army of Pharaoh that was coming after the Israelites into the sea, not, not so much as one of them survived. But the Israelites walked on dry ground in the middle of the sea, the water forming a wall for them on their right and on their left. So the Lord saved Israel on that day from the power of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the shore of the sea. When Israel saw that great power that the Lord had exercised over the Egyptians, they feared the Lord, and they believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. They said, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. The chariots of Pharaoh and his army he has thrown into the sea. And his chosen officers were drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They went down to the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, was majestic in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shattered the enemy. In the abundance of your majesty, you have overthrown those who rise up against you. You sent forth your wrath. It consumed them like stubble. By the blast of your nostrils, the waters were piled up. The flowing waters stood upright like a heap, and the deep waters solidified in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will chase, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My desire will be satisfied on them. I will draw my sword, and my hand will destroy them. But you blew with your breath, and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you? Majestic in holiness, fearful in praises, working wonders. You stretched out your right hand and the earth swallowed them. By your loyal love, you will lead the people whom you have redeemed. You will guide them by your strength to your holy place. The nations will hear and tremble. Anguish will seize the inhabitants of Philistia. Then the chiefs of Edom will be terrified. Trembling will seize the leaders of Moab. And the inhabitants of Canaan will shake. Fear and dread will fall on them. By the greatness of your arm, they will be as still as stone until your people pass by, O Lord, until the people whom you have bought pass by. You will bring them in and plant them in your mountain, in the mountain of your inheritance, in the place you have made for your residence, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, that your hands have established. The Lord will reign forever and ever. For the houses of Pharaoh came and his chariots and his footmen into the sea, and the Lord brought back the waters of the sea on them. But the Israelites walked on dry land in the middle of the sea. Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a hand drum in her hand, and all the women went out after her with hand drums and with dances. Miriam sang in response to them, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously, the horse and its rider. He is thrown into the sea. Then Moses led Israel to journey away from the Red Sea. They went out to the wilderness of Shur, walked for three days into the wilderness, and found no water. Then they came to Marah, but they were not able to drink the waters of Marah because they were bitter. That is why it is named Marah. So the people murmured against Moses, saying, What can we drink? He cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When Moses threw it into the water, the water became safe to drink. There the Lord made for them a binding ordinance, and there he tested them. He said, If you will diligently obey the Lord, and do what is right in his sight, and pay attention to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, then all the diseases that I brought on the Egyptians I will not bring on you, for I the Lord am your healer. Then they came to Elam, where there were twelve wells of water, and seventy palm trees, and they camped there by the water. There is God's power on display greater than anybody could ever have imagined then or since. And now we continue with Psalm 114, a brief psalm describing again God's wondrous works in bringing the people out of Egypt. Psalm 114 When Israel left Egypt, when the family of Jacob left a foreign nation behind, Judah became his sanctuary, Israel his kingdom. The sea looked and fled. The Jordan River turned back. The mountains skipped like rams, the hills like lambs. Why do you flee, O sea? Why do you turn back, O Jordan River? Why do you skip like rams, O mountains, like hills, O lambs? Tremble, O earth, before the Lord, before the God of Jacob, who turned a rock into a pool of water, a hard rock into springs of water. And we conclude today by reading from Ephesians chapter 3, Paul continues to describe the work that God does, and this chapter concludes with Paul's praising God for being able to do so much more than we could even ask or imagine. So Ephesians chapter three. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for you, that by revelation the mystery was made known to me, as I wrote before briefly, When reading this, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not disclosed to people in former generations as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, namely, that through the gospel the Gentiles are fellow heirs, fellow members of the body, and fellow partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus. I became a servant of this gospel according to the gift of God's grace that was given to me by the exercise of his power. To me... Less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given to proclaim to the Gentiles the unfathomable riches of Christ and to enlighten everyone about God's secret plan, the mystery that has been hidden for ages in God, who has created all things. The purpose of this enlightenment is that through the church the multifaceted wisdom of God should now be disclosed to the rulers and to the authorities in the heavenly realms. This was according to the eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and confidence, confident access to God by way of Christ's faithfulness. For this reason, I ask you not to lose heart because of what I am suffering for you, which is your glory. And for this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. I pray that according to the wealth of his glory, he will grant you to be strengthened with power, through His Spirit in the inner person, that Christ will dwell in your hearts through faith, so that, because you have been rooted and grounded in love, you will be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and thus to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, so that you will be filled up to the fullness of God. Now to Him, who by the power that is working within us is able to do far beyond all that we ask or think, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996 2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music.